sequels, where we talk about the direct-to-video sequels of childhood classics, horror franchise installations, and those action films where they recast the lead actor to someone gentler on the budget. I'm Sarah Sorrentino, Managing Editor at Talk Film Society. I'm Shaq Lambert, Contributor for OneOfUs.net. And I'm Ella Gonzalez, Contributor at Talk Film Society. For this episode, we watched Lady and the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure, the direct-to-video sequel that came out 46 years after its predecessor, Lady and the Tramp. Shaq, you want to give us a little uh, synopsis? It's a very simple plot. This is a couple years, I want to say like one or two years after the events of the original Lady and the Tramp. They live together. They have four kids, three daughters, and one son, Scamp, who is the focus of this movie, who is essentially a little piece of shit. <laughs> like, yeah. his whole thing is he just wrecks up the house because he's like, I'm a real dog. Like, I want to go outside and be wild and free. And his parents are like, no, you can't do that shit. You can't just keep wrecking up the house and being dirty and all this stuff. So Scamp <laughs> essentially is just longing for freedom, which he eventually gets when he meets up with this group of junkyard dogs called the junkyard dogs <laughs> and he also meets his girl angel who ends up being his love interest and he also has to initiate himself into the group through the leader this big ass scary ass dog named buster he's a doberman doberman that is it thank you or a rottweiler he's a he mixed uh rottweiler doberman i i looked at the wikipedia there you go he's the best of both <laughs> worlds but yeah it's essentially scam just trying to either decide between like him following his dreams of being a wild dog or deciding maybe 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 home life is the better life. Yeah, there's a lot of weird shit going on in this movie. Yes. Um, for one, the first thing that stood out to me was the fucking junkyard dog, like the girl, like the older one, mm -hmm. had yeah. a crush on Scamp, but Scamp is a puppy, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, that brings up a good point. Is Scamp a puppy? Yes, he is a puppy. Those puppies were born alongside the darling's baby, remember? So why does he have a love interest? I would say he's like a teenager. Why does he have a love interest? And then why the fuck, if she is his same age, if Angel is the same age, why is Tramp's friend Buster trying to get with Angel? If that's old enough to be her dad. I think they're teenage, like around like teenage in terms of dog years. Still The weird. rebellious thing. But yeah, no, it's still weird with that, that one old dog who's like oh uh, i have to think for puppy love i'm like yo you uh-uh so uh-uh that ain't right <laughs> i mean i'm not one to talk but <laughs> that is way too old that is way too old i was upset i was like what the fuck why is he trying to he's really trying to harass angel here but she was my girl and she was like i am not your baby did you realize who that was also who's playing angel yes Alyssa milano oh she's shit. back That's funny our favorite the return from poison ivy 2 to this <laughs> I don't like this movie, but it's mostly because I don't think I liked Lady and the Tramp all that much growing up either. It was not like a movie that I watched very often. I remember having watched it once, but like rewatching it this morning, I was like, I don't remember most of this movie. The only things I remember are like the obvious iconic the spaghetti thing. And then that racist ass Siamese cat song. <laughs> yes. And they started to play it again too. I really love Lady and the Tramp because I don't know. I just like the animation style and I love the Scottish Terrier and the Bloodhound. Oh, they're cute. Miss Lady. So cute. <laughs> the Bloodhound cracked me up like every moment in the first one. It's yeah. like, yo, I get like I got the skills. It's like, no, you don't. And he sounds like Foghorn Leghorn kind of. <laughs> yes. Well, I was gonna ask you guys and, and Shaq, you kind of already answered, but I thought I had watched this once before when I was a kid. I swear I saw it at like a sleepover. I thought I had seen this movie fully though, and I guess I hadn't because I didn't remember any of this. And I really had to piece together a lot of what I remembered from Lady and the Tramp because of it. Like there were characters I guess I was supposed to recognize. 
that I did not. Mm-hmm. I did recognize the little Scottish Terrier, though. He was really cute. Oh, so cute. Yeah, he's adorable. He's my absolute favorite. I love that they also had, like, the super Italian spaghetti, like, restaurant owners only for one scene oh. at the beginning. And I was upset. I was like, oh, I wanted more of them. Because <laughs> they were hilarious in the first one. I love them a lot. They remind me of Little Italy. <laughs> also, I hate Scamp. What a motherfucking <laughs> privileged ass little piece of shit he ain't shit (laughs) this is 2001 you know the the male protagonist it's very common for them to be like rebellious against their parents i want to be in a gang that's what i was reading from this this reminded me so much of how i used to like sneak out of home (laughs) because i had really strict parents but like i learned my lesson and i guess scamp did too but it took a lot. This movie's very uh, poor man's Lion King. You know what? That is exactly it. Because, yeah. like, you look at Tramp. Tramp in the first movie is essentially, he's like, yo, everything's cool. Like, it's all good, baby. That type of shit. And then here he's so washed. He is so unbelievably domesticated so fast. You're like, oh, that... That doesn't even seem like the same character in the first movie. Yeah, that's no, true. I agree. Uh, I was going to say, though, Shaq, did you see Angel give uh, Scamp the <gasps> fuck me eyes? Oh, yes, yeah, he yes. did. <laughs> I was going to text Shaq and be like, you're going to love this movie. Y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> lots, of, lots of animated fuck me eyes. I hate y'all. It's like if those scenes happened way early on in Lion King when he was still a kid. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's what it was like. There was a lot of that in this. I, again, I hadn't seen in a while. Uh, Ollie, had had you watched it again recently, or has it been ages? It's been ages. It's been ages, and I still remember every single fucking beat. <laughs> I love this movie. I still liked it. I thought it was fine. The songs were ass, though. Yeah. I was gonna bring that up. Those songs are hot garbage. They're really yeah. bad. They're not, like, none of them are even a little bit notable. Not even in a bad way, either. Just boring as heck. Yeah, agreed. It was also, like, a weird direction to take, because, like, even in the first movie, there aren't really musical moments like that. Like, there's there's songs that are sung maybe, like, two or three times. But, like, there's no, like, elaborate musical numbers that they have, like, in this. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask that, really. Because it felt out of place for them to start, have a scene, and then start having, like, an inner monologue song out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I was a little confused. Cause I just don't, again, I have not seen Lady and the Tramp in a very long time. So I just didn't remember... If it was like that, the only song I can remember is the racist song. Yeah. <laughs> very, very courageous of them to include those cats in the movies. I mean, like, they even started to play the song for a second in the background uh, during the picnic scene. Thankfully, they didn't talk. That was the thing. I mean, really. Like, they're going to have them. But it, they knew that if they even spoke a word, people were like, yo, you can't do that. I mean, they still have the same character design, though. And that's that's just as racist as everything else. That's still a problem. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about. Yeah. Although, in the first movie, there's even more than just those Asian cats. Like, there's a chihuahua that has egregiously stereotypical accent and sayings and shit. Like, okay, that's, again, another problematic thing, but, like, it's the it time of the, the past. 50s, yeah. that's, it was made in the 50s, yeah. It was made in the 50s, so I'll let it slide with that. I just think it's courageous to have, not in a good way, but, like, a weirdly courageous for them <laughs> in 2001 to include the characters that they're infamous for. Yeah. I think they had to because the ant character was still there. It's not like the cats could, like, oh, hey, yeah, they died in, like, the two years between those movies yeah, those cats could have died in those two years for <laughs> sure that would have not been that hard they had multiple scenes in this movie guys 
But, like, they didn't do anything. There's just, like, background noise. They did not need to be there, which is why it was so late. I don't understand. Yeah. They didn't need to be there, and especially the whole, like, them trying to get to the chicken first, and then them having the reminder of their theme song play a little bit as they were crawling towards the chicken. That was enough for me to be like, mm, you guys shouldn't have done that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And also... Even though this movie is, like, Lady and the Tramp, but Tramp has, like, a, a kind of significant role, at least with him and his son, Lady has nothing. Nope. <laughs> Which is a shame. Not a damn thing. Also, weird homoerotic undertones, right? Not weird, but definitely uh, some With who and who? Undertones. Who? Between the Doberman and Tramp. Oh. He was like, you left me, because you fell in love. Oh. Yeah, I mean, he did say you were jealous. I mean, I guess, yeah. No, are you fucking kidding me? Am I the only one who... It was so blatant to me. I was thinking he was trying... No, I think it was him jealous of Lady. Or him trying to get with Lady. Like, he might have seen him in the background, even though that Dober was literally never in the movie. It didn't seem like he cared all that much about Lady. It no, seemed more yeah. like he cared about losing... Tramp. Losing his number one man. His day one homie. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to call it that. It doesn't have to be uh, homoerotic, though. Men, men get that way when they're buddies do that well i'm gonna call lady and the tramp to a queer film oh my god oh my god <laughs> i mean of all the other things it has going on sure throw it in <laughs> as annoying as scamp was i think the acting like overall like from all the voice cast was pretty good but even then that's because most of the actors in this are like the voice you've heard in like every cartoon from the past like 30 years yeah, it was it was stacked yeah like the big sheepdog is fucking patrick from spongebob yeah <laughs> i heard that <laughs> are you serious yeah holy shit that's dope but then even like tramp is jeff bennett who's known for like johnny bravo or like dexter's dad and dexter's lab and a bunch of other stuff so like everyone is solid even like the actors actors where they're like buster is played by chas palmentary who you know from like the usual suspects is like the lead detective and shit like that. Who's done Broadway shit? So him singing, I'm like, all right, he is I'm used to that, but everyone else, their singing voices were terrible. I'll say that. Speaking of Broadway, we're gonna make a little tangent here. I tweeted about this, but I went to go watch Aladdin on Broadway and the voice of Jafar, the original voice of Jafar that was also the voice of Jafar in Aladdin 2, which we covered on the show, was playing Jafar on Broadway. Which is fucking awesome. Did he do the song, though? Like, I messaged you about it, but you never answered back. Oh, fuck. That version of Alibaba when he fucking exposes Aladdin for who he actually is. No, he didn't. I don't think he did much singing. Oh, that no. song rules, too. It's like Jafar roasting Aladdin for, like, two minutes. <laughs> like, you ate shit. I don't know, but I didn't even realize that it was him until it was so funny because at first i was like wow this guy sounds exactly like jafar <laughs> and then at the end when they were doing like the curtain call or whatever is that what it's called anyway they were just like announcing people's names and they said his name and then they were like the original voice of jafar and i lost my fucking mind <laughs> so that was super is cool he like a british white guy i think i know he's white we're gonna need to do that other Aladdin movie at some point. No, we don't. Yeah, we, yeah, do. we do. Y'all wanted to do no. it because of, like, Aladdin's dad. I'm sorry. You don't want to see hot Aladdin's dad? You're right. You make some points. <laughs> you made some points. Honestly, not that much happens in this. This is so middle of the road yeah, where it's, it it's not even good or it's not even terrible. This feels like as it would feel to, like, a 40-year-plus sequel 
to a movie, yeah, from like their golden age, not golden age, but like pre Renaissance. The movie feels unnecessary. Yeah. It feels like it just kind of made on like a conveyor belt for like, hey, we have the property to this. Let's just force a story about the kids going through the same shit. It sucks that like it's not as good as like something like Little Mermaid two, but it's not even anywhere as bad as like Mulan two. Well, it's no Lilo and Stitch two. That's no, sure. it's not for sure. Definitely not. Oh my god, that movie! I rewatched that movie recently again because I liked it so much. Oh, this movie is a ripoff of Oliver and Company. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Oliver and Company. I could definitely see that. That is true. It's way better. It came out in 1988. It's is amazing. It Disney? I owned it on VHS. It's not Disney. Look, Oliver Company is Disney. Fuck. It is Disney. <laughs> the songs in it are so much better. The songs are great. So they just ripped off their own thing, didn't they? What assholes. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Oliver t- Twist adaptation. Oh, wait. Oliver and Company or Lady in the Tramp too? I mean, Oliver and Company is an Oliver and Twist adaptation. I never put two and two together. <laughs> so this is new to me. Oliver Twist is about an orphan, right? Yeah. The little cat in the beginning. He's orphaned. He's a little orphan cat. He's so cute. Anyways, don't watch this. Go watch Oliver and Company. <laughs> it's going to be a lot better. <laughs> Maybe watch the original Lady and the Tramp. It's a fine movie. Like Ali said, it still looks gorgeous. Like, the animation is so good. Yeah, the animation is actually pretty good. I thought it was a lot, at, like, way after 2001. Yeah, no, it came out in 2001. <sighs> Which is probably around the time I was at that sleepover. <laughs> so that makes sense. I don't like this movie just because it kind of like completely ignores Lady. And Tramp has never been like my favorite mm. character in the whole world. So him to be like immediately change his mind and become like completely domesticated and telling his son, you know, lying to his son about stuff is kind of like lame. But that's kind of how they treat the dads that's in true. these direct-to-video yeah. sequels. They're always like kind of being shitty to their children. That's kind of weird. We're hella overprotective. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been kind of weird, which kind of reminded me of Lion King. So that's why I said that, amongst mm-hmm. other reasons. Not my favorite, but obviously not as bad as like Mulan 2 or uh, Pocahontas 2. Or even the last talking animal movie we watched. Oh, Jesus. I love that. I literally was screaming about not watching another talking animal. And I did not think of the fact. I brought up, oh, yeah, let's do Scamps 2. I did not think of the fact that's literally another talking animal movie until this morning. <laughs> Well, it's animated. It's different. Yeah, that's the only reason why I was like, oh, I just, I guess I meant real dogs talking. Yeah. <laughs> if there's any other point I could make, fucking that one dog, Reggie, like the one that like the initiation for a scam is to, like go steal his can from him. That dog does not need to be put in jail. That needs, that dog needs to like, you need to lock him up and never see him again. Because that dog, something's wrong with that yeah, dog. That like, true. he had fucking rabies or something. <laughs> when he opened his eyes and they're just, like, bloodshot, I was like, no. Something's wrong with him. <laughs> yeah, that was a little scary. Yeah, but also, all dogs deserve a chance. All dogs deserve a chance. All of them do. All of them do. But he squandered all of his because he looked like he was going to eat, like, the entire town. Maybe he's been abused, Okay. <laughs> Maybe he's been through something. Okay. Okay, everybody. Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll give Let's you that. Let's do... Thank you. Every other dog was a good dog. As, except for Scamp, because he's a piece of shit. Let's do favorite characters. I think it's not Scamp. No, Shaq. mine is Angel. I think she's amazing, and she was so cute. Ollie, you just did not even let me I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was excited. You know how I like my regimens? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Okay, Ollie. No, no, no. Explain it. Why is it Angel? Uh, well, because she's the cutest... I just really like her. That's fair enough. And she's very like, I am not your girl. I am not your girl. I feel like, you know, 
I felt that in my in my you soul. Felt it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's also like a softy, like me. Okay, she was. She looked very soft. Shaq, favorite character. Honestly, I really like Buster. Buster was cool. <laughs> wow. Like, even though he was kind of a dick. Kind of? But, like, just, like, the char- – well, uh, fully a dick. But just, like, his charisma, I was like, you know what? If he wasn't such an asshole, I'd be like, yeah, I, you know, I understand being in that gang because he's cool. He's a badass. Are you serious? Where is the charisma? I feel like he was so just gross and, like – No, he was gross to Angel. Everyone else, he was like, yo, I'm the, like, I'm the guy. I'm like, you know what? I get it. He wasn't, okay, let's be realistic here. Of the villains that we've seen in all of these movies, is he really the grossest? You said you were into the guy from Cult of Chucky. (laughs) 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 But now the villainous character is gross? I'm sorry, okay? (laughs) The villain from Cult of Chucky had white hair. <laughs> so this villain's not hot enough no. for you? And it's also a dog. So. That's what I'm saying. If it was a human, I am almost certain you'd be like, he's hot. Probably. <laughs> there we go. That's all I have to say about that. I rest my case. <laughs> I rest my case. Thank you. No, I was going to say, he's just not like as, he's not as evil as I expected him to be. He didn't do much. Oh, he left you to go to the pound? That was his rule from the beginning. You knew he was going to do that. He's very lawful evil in my mm-hmm. mind. He did what he said he was going to do. And plus, I like his voice. I love that actor. Like, I love Chaz Palminteri. Like, his voice is just, like, a very kind of cool-ass voice to me. So I'm like, all right, I like him. Not my favorite character, though. I would say my favorite character is, of the three sisters, the one that I thought was a boy at the beginning. The one with the white collar? Oh! <laughs> yeah. I love her. Yeah, she was great. The same voice actress, I think, for all three and they sound so much like Phil and Lil from Rugrats. Oh, yeah, because yeah. is it Terrence Shaw? It, it like- uh, it's um, Kath Susie. Okay. She's the one who actually plays Phil and Lil on Rugrats. And so when you hear like the same distinctive voices, I'm like, no, that's 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 fully Phil and Lil. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I kind of recognized that it was similar and I couldn't really place it. I will say, though, does this movie not understand like genetics at all? It's just like all girls look like the mother. All boys look like the father. <laughs> Because I did think the one girl pop was a boy, so I was like, okay, that makes more sense. I kind of like that. And then they're like, these little girls. I was like, oh, fuck. They didn't even try. Yeah. (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong, but we didn't see any faces from, like, the humans in the 1950s version, right? You barely saw it. Like, if they kneeled down, that was it. But, like, otherwise, yeah, it was mostly legs. But you wouldn't see, like, an actual face. You'd see, like, a side Exactly. But here they actually showed us the faces. I didn't like that. It looked weird. Thanks for bringing that up, because I kind of forgot about that in Lady and the Tramp. But is that true with even, like, the Italian guys? No, you did see the Italian guys. It's just kind of a thing of the darlings. Mm-hmm. Right, the darling. Gotcha, gotcha. I think I think I'd say that's my favorite character because otherwise I didn't really. I could pay attention to this movie. It wasn't super long. Huh? that was good. Yeah, it's like an hour and ten minutes. That's the shit I do like, and yeah, it was fine. It's just I'm not excited about it. It's not the movie's fault for sure, though. I just didn't like the source material too too much to begin with. Right, I'm not a dog person. I'd rather see the little cat and Oliver and company. Hmm. <laughs> they like, don't have an Oliver and Company sequel. I don't think they would, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you say, Shaq? I'm listening to Ollie be like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'm a dog person. <laughs> okay. Um, I was saying, is there? I don't think there's an Oliver and Company sequel that we no, can do. No, there's not. Fortunately. No, they, they just pretended like it never existed. That's a shame. Oliver and Company is a very, like, what's the word I want to use that everybody uses? Underappreciated? Mm, yeah, I get you. 
What about All Dogs Go to Heaven? This reminded me of All Dogs Go to Heaven, too. I can't watch that movie. Is it too sad? No, it's just, I don't like it. I don't like anything about it. Oh, that's right, because you're a dog hater. Okay. <laughs> also, I don't like the idea of animals having souls. It kind of creeps me the fuck out, to be honest with you guys. <laughs> animals have souls. Oh my gosh. Okay, do we, if we're going to get into this, I don't believe in souls at all. So, oh. it also creeps me out that when we put, like, religious stuff into, like, animal movies. Okay. Oh my gosh. I, I get it. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm an atheist. You don't believe in, in soul? No, I don't. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Why would an atheist believe in souls? Touche. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't believe in, like... I mean, I guess I do. I don't know. This is so fucking crazy. This fucking blows people's minds. But like, I have always been confused why people like who say they're non-religious talk about souls. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, like a soul is like an essence of your being. You can't destroy energy. But yeah, but you're not saying you energy. Only, like, you're saying make soul. Make something else. So- well, energy, your your like your energy is your soul. Literally, I don't believe that. I just think, you know, we have personalities. Mm. You know what I mean? That's that makes sense. <laughs> so you don't believe in soulmates? No, I don't believe in soulmates for sure. No, I'm kidding. I don't believe in that shit either. But like... We got weirdly philosophical in this. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sad right now. I'm so sorry. But if you're listening to this, let us know. Are you team soul or team soulless? <laughs> let us know. <laughs> <laughs> this is too deep for sequels. I'm taking no. it out. For sure. <laughs> no, you got to keep Team Souls and Team No, no Soul. I'm gonna lose followers for being Team No Soul. I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, I feel like most of our listeners are Team No Soul. Hey, hey, how about listen? Third party Team Agnosticism. We don't know. <laughs> okay, I get that because I would consider myself agnostic more than anything. Oh man, maybe I'm like a pussy and I'm just like, I need to be comforted by the fact that I know my soul will endure. (laughs) Like, fuck. I swear I'm not a pussy, you guys. I don't know what you guys are talking about anymore. I'm just sorry. We've gone off the fucking rails. (laughs) Shitty final thoughts. (laughs) Shitty final thoughts. There's no souls. Okay, no, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) The soulless final thoughts. Shitty final thoughts. On the movies, <laughs> on the movie that we watched, Shaq. Yeah, Lady of the Champ 2 is about as middle of the road as you could get with an animated director video sequel. While the story logically makes sense, it's still kind of really uninteresting. And even like the stuff that I did like is stuff that's been done better in other director video sequels that we've covered on the show. So yeah, this is this is just kind of mostly whatever. I agree. Ale. Well, I think I liked it a little more because I have very strong, like, nostalgic ties to it. And I do believe in the souls of animals. So I enjoyed watching the puppies. I used to watch it, like, all the time. And I thought Scamp was super cute back in the day. And I've always wanted, like, a gray-looking, like, schnauzer because of it. But it's bad. It's not great. I saw it. I had to accept it. I had to come to terms with reality. It's not great. And I think if you're showing this to someone that has never seen it before or has no, like, memories associated with it, they'd think it was trash. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but I understand the nostalgia. Yeah. Young kids would be fine with this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll say that, again, I am really impressed with how well animated it is. It is probably one of the best animated Disney direct-to-video sequels we've seen. Is it, though? Like, it seems very similar to, like, the other stuff, like Pocahontas or something. Pocahontas, people didn't have any noses and had weird faces. All the white people looked really weird Mm -hmm. in that movie. I mean, that was just, like, character design. I'm talking about, like, animation, animation. There wasn't really anything 
that special. At least, like this reminds me of like how I felt when I watched Extremely Goopy Movie, and then you're like, no, it doesn't look that great either. Well, I'll say that like think about the opening scenes of this movie, how well drawn the backgrounds are and the houses and everything. I think there's a lot more detail put into this movie's animation than what we've seen in the past where they kind of just like try to draw one thing on the screen really well and leave all the details of anything in the background out. Okay. I'm thinking of like Little Mermaid 2 where like you're focused on Ariel talking, but you know, Prince Eric's got like a blank face in the background (laughs) with some scribbles. This movie actually tried to do some good animation. I think it's because there's so many animals in this that they had to do a little bit better. Whereas with humans, they feel like they could have just like draw the form and that's it. I think this was well done. Okay. Even Lion King 2 had some jankiness, right? If I remember correctly. It had a little bit, but not that much. I think maybe it's just because, yeah, like you said, animals, they give a shit about the animation. I was impressed with the animation for this movie. I think it has some of the best that we've seen in these Disney direct-to-video sequels. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Mulan 2, that was a mess. Oh, whew. Anyways, not my favorite Disney direct-to-video sequel, but still pretty good. I really would like to watch some of the Cinderella one soon. The third one is the one apparently that slaps from ev- from what I understand. <laughs> it slaps? Yes, it slaps. It fucking rules. We have been told from Mickey Mouse himself yes. that Cinderella yeah. 3 slaps. <laughs> that shit slaps! <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like that. I remember we were told Spooky Buddy slaps. Oh, that was Rob. <laughs> Has anybody yelled at Rob yet? <laughs> Not yet. I don't know who Somebody that is. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> her. I don't know her. <laughs> Let's talk about, real quick, let's talk about what's coming up. You know, this is that, we're recording this at the end of uh, November. So, that said, we have a lot of holiday movies that we want to get through for December. Shaq, that's your cue. Right, Shaq? <laughs> yes. I know, that's what I was, I was about to go into it, goddammit. So, I have planned out four Christmas movies for us to watch. The first thing we're doing is the one I've been trying to get since last year, is Jingle All the Way 2. We're finally going to do oh, it. God. After that, we'll do National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2. Then we'll do Beauty and the Beast, Bell's Enchanted Christmas. Ooh, and it. then finally, we'll end it up with a Christmas story, too. I like it. Wow. You did that, Shaq. Okay. I haven't seen any of these. I have seen none of these either, so this is going to be a massive crapshoot. <laughs> There's one I was trying to get, but it's not available on, like, any streaming service. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll leave it out. Which was? Krampus 2. I can mention that one off mic, probably. Okay. <laughs> okay. I've seen good. Bell's Enchanted whatever the fuck. That's fine. I want that to be the actual name. Bell's <laughs> Enchanted whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I know about it is the organ. Apparently there's a... A sexy organ, that's right. An organ that everyone's like, yo, that organ's hot. I was I'm like, I'm gonna look this up right me? now because I don't believe it. No, don't spoil okay, it. Okay, you're, right, so you're right, you're right, you're right. Oh my gosh. That's all I know. But everything else is, uh, yeah. I wonder if I'll be attracted to the organ. <laughs> I'm attracted to everything, so hopefully this doesn't disappoint me. <laughs> Okay, cool. I'm excited for that lineup. Uh, Listeners, if you have any comments about that lineup, you want to tell us how much we'll hate something, how much we'll like something, just let us know. But let's go ahead and do plugs. Shaq, what you got? Hey, yeah, you can follow me on all the social medias at Shaq Excellence, S-H-A-K Excellence. You can also see me over on whatofus.net where I help co-host stuff like the Screener Squad, occasionally the Breakfast Pub, Eye on the Prize, and a whole lot more. Ale, plugs. 
So you can follow me on Twitter at sick underscore underscore six six. Also follow my alt account at the Blair bitch underscore underscore. I think it's two underscores. I'm not sure. If you follow me on my main account, you'll probably see me tweet about it. Um, definitely go over there because I have blonde hair now. So <laughs> <laughs> things have changed. Yeah, I, I think the last time we recorded, I, ha- I was brunette. So I am definitely blonde now. And um, so there's a change of pace going on over there. Anyway, I think that's pretty much it. I'm about to graduate soon, so I've been really busy with that school stuff. So I've not been super involved in my creative endeavors, but hopefully that changes. Holiday content. Holiday content. Holiday content on the alt. She Santa. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my sister has listened to all of our episodes. Shouts out to my sister. Hey. At e- Easy Y. Go follow her, I guess. She's funny. <laughs> yeah, she is funny. My sister, funny. Go look at her tweets. Anyways, I made a joke on the sequels account saying that we're looking for a new podcast network because just to pick on Marcelo, we're not. That was a joke. Don't don't do <laughs> me. How close are we to one thousand so that we can get those stickers going? I really want to get those. We're up. not close at all. Six hundred something, right? Six hundred and sixty-seven. I swear we we just lost two followers. I thought we were at 669. We're at 667. Not too much else going on on the on there. Uh, we're just, like I said, planning out um, the holidays. If you guys have any recommendations for January, you know, what we should do starting next year, just send them our way. Um, Undercover Brother 2 is on Netflix, Shaq. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. I noticed that today. Oh, I'm going to die watching it, I know. It's two underscores, by the way, everybody. Just... Oh, there she goes. Trying to clarify. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I met a friend of the show, Nicole Villa. I hope it's Villa and not Villa. Either way. Um, It's all the damn vamps. She's amazing. We saw the Irishman. It was great. She saw me cry because it was really, really depressing. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. It was really cold in New York. Never going up there again in the winter. I've met no fans of the show in person. <coughs> um, if you guys are in Austin, let me know and I'll consider it. <laughs> if you guys are ever in Toronto. Yo, holler at your boy. Holler at Shaq. <laughs> I've actually met a few friends of the show. I saw E.M. I don't know if he wants <gasps> his identity to be disclosed, but I saw him when I went to Salem. Yeah. And also, now that you experienced New York in the cold, I'm ch- telling you right now, when you, when you showed up in Toronto, you're like, oh, it's freezing. Like, you've seen nothing. <laughs> no, yeah, I've seen nothing. I, I was thinking about that when I was in New York. I was like, yeah. I can't believe I said it was freezing in Toronto. I could be naked in Toronto right now. That shit was mild fall. <laughs> That's what yeah. that was. You're learning. You're learning the other climates. I am. Okay, nothing else, guys. Um, I'm going to start to mentally prepare myself for the holiday movies that we're going to watch. Uh, I really dislike Larry the Cable Guy a lot. It's also a return to WWE Studios. Holy shit, it's been a while. <laughs> it hasn't been too long because we saw, uh, whatchamacallit, The Marine Six. Yeah, when, yeah th- but that was like months ago. Yeah, that was months ago. I'll be honest, I miss The Marine Six. I love that movie. <laughs> Every time I think about it, I'm like, damn, I actually really like this movie. <laughs> 
Okay. I mean, they'll probably have another directed video sequel to something yeah. at some point. Let's end this episode. Um, this is our nice little segue into the holidays, a little break between those two Halloween episodes we did. That's not like there's a Thanksgiving directed video sequel no, we could cover. Isn't. And what nope. better way to celebrate the holidays than spoil yourself on my alt account? Oh my god! Just make sure third you one? do two underscores. Yeah, two underscores, everybody. Her alt applied directly to the forehead. Her alt applied directly to the forehead. I would end this episode with a song from this movie, but they're all forgettable. So we're just going to do the normal outro. All right. Bye, bye. guys. Bye.